Testing, one, two, we're testing. Good. We're good. Oh, we're good. I tested ahead of time. We're good. Episode 11? Huh? Episode 11? We're on 11 now? Uh, I believe so, yes. I'm going to say 11. Yeah, come on. And welcome to episode 11 of the Ice Cash Report. I'm Anthony, joined by Tim. And Tim, we finally do not have a pissed off podcast. We finally can have a good, a good mood podcast getting ready for this weekend. Yeah, it was a... Uh... A much-needed get-right game. Mm-hmm. How's that sound? The Penguins did everything they needed to do, and more. And now we'll see what goes forward from here. But yeah, fifty-nine to fourteen, they really controlled the game in the onset. Twenty-eight points in the first quarter. Never looked back. Never let the uh, the Leathernecks into the ball game. Yeah, this was. This was. Right, physically, mentally, just what the doctor ordered. You know, we were beaten down, two gut-wrenching losses. Uh, I believe we took our, po- our, our South Dakota State podcast, the uh, kick in the gut. You know, then you get the Southern Illinois game where we just look awful. Uh, this, what, this is what we need. You know, just to come out with all the, you know, and we sat here last week, we were running a good mood. No. And we were questioning the program. We were questioning the physicality. Questioning the toughness. And when I liked him, uh, kind of a rocky start. Penguins had a stupid penalty. Bad call or not. Western gets the ball at our 35 to begin our second drive. Two plays, touchdown. And you're like, oh boy, here we go again. But after that, uh, just everything that we did, it worked. The running game was there. Alessi, 125 yards and a quarter and a half. It's incredible. Um, and what else can you say about Nate Mace? He's not healthy. Clearly, he's not healthy. Uh, between drives, he's getting his hip wrapped with the the ice packs and the warm compresses. And uh, when it got to 28-7, I'm like, let's take him out and put Craycraft in. Let's run this ball and grind it out and get the heck out of here. Yeah, you know, they did a lot of good things. Like you said, mm-hmm. a get-right game. A game must needed mentality for mm-hmm. you where you were able to play at home, be comfortable, make some plays, and really hopefully build upon it again. It reminds me of the first four games of the season where they just really were able to control the ball game from the outset, do what they needed to do, get done, and play Penguins football for the first yes. time in, in four weeks. Really, they haven't played their style of football. Mm-hmm. They've let their opponents dictate, dictate. the style mm-hmm. of game that they played the last previous three weeks. This past week, they played Penguins football. And that, to me, was the most encouraging part of the game. Uh, Nate Mays threw for four touchdowns, which is great. And again, about 180 yards. Uh, he only threw the ball 17 times. Looked phenomenal. Just no, Looked same phenomenal. numbers as normal. Yep. I mean, nothing changed other than they were able to dictate the pace yes. of the game. And they were able to dictate what they wanted to do and get it done. And that was demonstrated throughout the ballgame. It was an absolute get-right game. Yes, It was a must-needed game after that debacle the week before on the road. And now, you know. Now you feel better about yourself. Well, yeah. Now you feel like you have an opportunity to achieve something special. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying they're going to. 
I'm saying they have to feel good about their opportunity at home. Yes, it's a, it's a daunting chance, but they have no choice. Like I mentioned last week, each week you got to be 1 and 0. What you did the previous week does not matter no more. They were 1 and 0 last week. Yep. Now we're heading into November. They have to start November 1 and 0, and it's a daunting chance, but it's a task that will make or break your program. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Going exactly. forward. Exactly. That's a great point. I was talking to somebody at the stadium Saturday and two things uh, came to my mind. These aren't your Jim Trestle Penguins where they're throwing around a lot for four touchdowns in there and Tim, they're throwing it deep on first down. And the whole notion of, and I was under the belief too, Nate Mace can't throw the ball deep downfield. He threw some beautiful deep balls, one to end the half that really, I mean, killed the Leatherneck spirit. Um, what a beautiful play by a receiver on the ball. Um, and two, Jim Trouse always said, November is where we separate the contenders and the pretenders. And like you said, yes, it's a big game Saturday. But this is a program game. This is a program game right now, right here on Saturday in your stadium. The defending winners of 29 straight Bison come to town. And you can, and you can dictate... What kind of program are you? Because two weeks ago, Tim, we had that conversation. You're a top 25 team again if you can pull off the upset. Simple as that. Top 20, maybe. And you're a playoff contender. This is this is a playoff game. Every game outset is a playoff mm-hmm. game. You're kind of like where teams are going in week 10 of the high school football season. As you know where you stand mathematically in your region in high school, we'll talk about it in the next podcast. Mm-hmm. But what I want to represent is week 10 is a playoff week in high school football because it's do or die for many teams. Why issue? Because of the three-game losing streak. And now, you know, last week against the Leathernecks coming away with the victory, having North Dakota, the Bisons coming mm-hmm. in, it is without a question a playoff game because – if you do not win this game, your season is just a regular season. See how well you can finish out. Yep. And you have to decide. This is a gut check. This is to see where the men and the boys lie in that locker room, in that coaching staff, and in this program going forward. Because if you lay down and die, then there's no reason to get up again. Nope. If you play a great game and come up short, you're going to earn respect. At least the fans will respect what you did. And you'll earn respect in that locker room and that coaching staff and others. Yes, the disappointment level will be high. Now, if you pull off the upset that no one expects, a 5-3 and YSU team to be defeating an undefeated number one team. 29 in a row. Yeah, and 8-0 on the season. Mm -hmm. I mean... It's wonderful numbers to talk about, the 29 and 0, but they are the same scenario that YSU is in on yes. this level. The 29 games prior don't mean nothing this week. All it matters is the game against YSU. For YSU, it's the exact same thing. All it matters is the Bisons yep. and defeating North Dakota because your season moves forward on this game. This game tells you if you are a contender or a pretender because if you pull off the upset 
you now become one of the top teams in your conference, even though we know what the scenario is going mm-hmm. forward, but you become a playoff contender the rest of the season. And yes. your season begins and ends and this week, the first week of November. You may end up with a winning record if you lose for the rest of the season. You may end up with a, with a winning record. Mm-hmm. My point is this game here makes or breaks your season. Yeah. No matter what happens the rest of the year, you'll be known as the team that defeated North Dakota and ended the win streak and put yourself in position to be one of the top 24 teams going forward at the end of the month into December. I'll say this. We all know this is a big game. You win Saturday, and you're you're exactly right. You make a statement to the conference and to the rest of the country that, hey, maybe these Penguins aren't going to roll over and die. And you and I were very critical of them last week. But you have to give credit where credit is due. And the Penguins took care of business. You win Saturday, Tim, you're not only talking playoff berth, you're also maybe talking being home on November 30th. Look, it don't matter where you play in the playoffs. Yeah, you want to be at home. But let's just get in first. You got to be in a tournament to win. Let's just get in. Because how many times have we been in our program always on the road? And we had some pretty special runs. Penguins have... Go ahead, Tim. We've always had... I don't want to say success. We have not beat North Dakota State very often. However, majority of the time against the Bison... These games are close, and they're deep in the fourth quarter. The past two times the Bison have come here, it's been a double-digit lead for YSU going into the second half. Now it's time to finish. Now it's time to finish, to break the wall down and to finish these guys off. Because last year, Tim, we had them. And we only lost 17-7, and that was a 7-0 YSU lead going into the fourth quarter. So... Uh, these games traditionally are not one-sided affairs. No, you're right. And my whole point is to back up what you're saying is, and I've been a big proponent of this, as you know, throughout our podcast, Mm -hmm. make the tournament. Get in the tournament, anything can happen. Just get in. Look at the Nationals. What did they do? They got in as a wild card, and today they're world champions. And that's my point. If you're not in the tournament, you can't do anything. So the only way for YSU to even entertain that thought is they have to win out and the first game and the only game that matters right now is North Dakota State Bisons because that is the game that matters now North Dakota State they defeated South Dakota State 23-16 we know how well we played against South Dakota State and should have won that game you won by double digits yeah so and that was here Mm -hmm. so that should give them some some benefit, some some belief in themselves that this is a possibility. You know, they defeated Missouri State. They shut them out only 22 nothing. Yeah, the Bison offense has struggled the last couple of weeks. They defeated Northern Iowa at home, 46-14. They defeated Illinois State, 37-3. Mm-hmm. The game that I'm intrigued by is they played Delaware. Yes. Who's traditionally why she's mm-hmm. nemesis in the past. 47-22. to and that was at Delaware. So that was an impressive win. We're on the road and won. Yes. Uh, they, they opened the season against Butler. They did exactly what you expect. You know, they played North Dakota State 
or excuse me, North Dakota played North mm-hmm. Dakota State. Yeah. And North Dakota's uh, the Bisons just ran all over them. So that's not a big surprise. The games that I'm looking at, what they've done, and there's two of them here that stand out, and that is against Delaware on the road, winning that game. Yep. And then they were at home taking on uh, UC Davis, yes. and they won a good game, a quality game, 27-16. So I do believe the opportunity is there for the Penguins, but they're going to have to play a perfect game. Oh, yeah. You, th- this is going to take a championship effort. Exactly. This is, this is a championship yeah. game. Yeah, yeah. Your championship effort is exactly what you're talking about. No turnovers. It means make, not leaving your assignments, not blowing any defensive backs wide open for uh, letting a receiver go 60, 70, yes. 80 yards for a touchdown. No more screen passes that go for 60, 70 yards. These are the things that matter. They're Like you mentioned, they're going to have to play perfect football uh, to beat this team at home. Who, like who said, who has the pedigree and the resume that's just phenomenal. It's what, 28 in a row, 29 yeah. in a row, and this 8 and 0 this season. Yes. And like I said. Not many of them in close. Yeah. The bottom line is YSU needs to be 1 and 0 this week. This is going to test. Last week, Tim, and I know there might be some listeners out there, oh, you guys are ripping them last week, ripping them last week, and now you're praising them this week. Last week, they deserved ripped. But this week they came back and they did what they needed to do. I don't, I don't care if it was Western Illinois. I don't care if it was Macomb Junior High. They came out and they beat the heck out of a team they were supposed to beat the heck out of. They played Penguins football for the first time in a month. Now That was the difference in my This opinion. game is going to test your physicality, your mental toughness, but also your physical toughness because the Bison, we all know what they want to do. Uh, they want to line up in the old I formation – or the old double tight set and pound the ball down your throat and pound it until you can't ha- until you can't take it anymore. And then when they bring you up, they're going to try to hit you over top. Like you said, we had eliminated to 60, 70 yard touchdown passes. Well, that's the key. The breakdowns. You can't have the breakdowns. The breakdowns either giving up a big run, the screen pass that goes, you know, jailbreak scenario mm-hmm. or uh, where, a receiver gets behind your defense and at it goes for 60, week. 70 yards. At one of those and that's happened week. every week this year. Yes. That is one of the biggest disappointments that this YSU defense has had this Because season. it's a veteran bunch back to the right. secondary. Well, there's no excuse for anybody to be that wide open and to get behind your defense and be able to go anywhere between 50 to 80 yards on one play. Those are killers. Uh, those are momentum shifters. And... YSU is going to need all the momentum they can muster in this ball game, and that means no turnovers. That means playing perfect football. That means Mays not making any turnovers. That means Alessi not making any turnovers. That means the wideouts not making any turnovers, and it means the defense creating hopefully multiple turnovers and giving yourselves a short field to work on or opportunities to deny them opportunities to score. That to me, is what it's going to come down to. Can the defense rise up to an occasion to hold this team in check, not give up big plays, and create a couple turnovers and recover them and give your offense an opportunity to cash in on those situations? There are four things I'm looking at this weekend. A, the health of Nathan Mace. We, we know he's banged up. The kid's been an absolute warrior all year. And every time he takes a shot, he keeps coming back and coming back and coming back and most time making really good plays. 
B, the health of Joe Alessi. Went out last week, uh, then return. Don't know the severity of it. Alessi is a tough kid as a senior. My guess is he's going to try everything he can to go. C, we got to stop the quarterback run game. Bengals have done a nice job in the past at stopping the Bison backs, but the Carson Wentz and the Easton Sticks, and now the Trey Lances, I believe it's North Dakota State's quarterback this year. Penguins got to stop the quarterback run. Because Easton Stick killed him last year in the quarterback run, and it killed him two years ago here when we had the lead, and he s- s- scored in our third and long. And D, our fans got to be in it. We have to make it loud all day. I mean, loud from from kickoff until the final whistle. It has to be a home field advantage. Yeah, and we we gotta be smart. We gotta come out. Let's just be smart. I mean, like you said, no mental breakdowns. That's that's been our our Achilles heel for years. No mental breakdowns. I was talking to my cousin. This isn't a bad program. It's a bad finishing program. We can't finish. You know, it's still like we're stuck in the stages of learning how to win. Let's see if we can finish on Saturday for the first time in a long time, Tim. But it's been a couple years since we finished. There's no question about it. That's what it comes down to. Well, that's what I mean by playing a perfect ball game. You're going to have to control the atmosphere. You're going to have to control the tempo of the ball game. You're going to have to keep the score. crowd in all along. Yeah, you're going to have to score when... You're going to have to score touchdowns in this ballgame. Yep. Uh, I'm not saying a field goal can't win it because it obviously will. And it could come down to that last-minute field goal. However. Most of the time has here with them. Yeah. However, the key is you control the tempo of this ballgame. You have the ball at the end of the fourth quarter, either driving to tie or win this ballgame or putting this ballgame away. That's what it's going to take. It's not going to be a scenario where you want your defense on the field trying to pre- preserve a win. You want your offense on the field going putting, for the win. Oh, yeah, putting the win away. Yes. And that's my opinion. The defense can put you in great positions where you take advantage of field positions. Let's hope it happens. Special teams is going to play a huge part of this ballgame. If the special teams can do what they have shown at times in this season uh, with the punt return or the kickoff return, or number one punt return in the country. Exactly. Possibly get a block punt or flip a block field goal yes. type scenario. Yes. Those are going to be huge. Anytime we can flip the field, that's going to be key. And tempo. Like I said, getting extra first downs. Getting first down, moving the ball on first down. I don't care if and personally Winning. I would love to see them feature Alessi. And I want to see him for the first time this year get the ball twenty five times. Either and I'm talking running and catching. I want him. I want him part of the passing game, but more importantly, I want the ball in his hands. I want that to be. I want the Bisons that try to take him away from us, mm-hmm. and then we can make the adjustments necessary. But let's let them key on him, and then hopefully open up the rest of the offense and take advantage of it. I really think. Alessi's going to be key. If they can give him the ball, he can make some big plays. And they have to feed him. You know, they have to give him the ball. 12, 13 time touches nope. is not enough. He has to double that this week. And you're looking at between 
20 to 25 minimum. And I would hope it was up to 25. If it's up to that high, that means the offensive line is doing a great job. Yes. It means that they're controlling the tempo of the ball game. And that means he's probably over 100 to 150 yards total offense. That's going to be key. Did you know the Southern Illinois game was Joe Alessi's first game with a pass reception in his YSU career? Did not know that. Yep. We're going to have to find a way to get him the ball. Yeah. Period. And they are going to need to feature him. I know he's a smaller back. It doesn't matter. That kid's... Win this game, and then we'll deal with the consequences of how you won this ball game going forward. And this is like a game seven. You have to win this week to have something to play for the rest of the year. So you need to feature your best players and have them play at their best. And again... I'll say it over and over again. If they turn over the ball multiple times, they're in trouble. They're they're dead. They're dead. You know, they are just a sitting duck or a sitting penguin. Yep. Uh, just floating upside down, and that's exactly what they'll be. So, let's hope that they play to their capabilities mm-hmm. and they take advantage of some of the talent they have on this team. And I said it all season long. Nathan Mays is going to have to win you a ball game combination of Mays running the ball and a combination of Alessi running the ball is going to be huge. And that's going to, it's a lot on, on, on um, Nathan Mays because of his health, but because of his ability to control the game and pick up five to seven, 10, 15 yard gainers, that's going to be huge. Um, I imagine we'll see Craig Craft in the ball game. We've yeah. seen him all season long. No reason to think when he plays, he has to be at his top level. Yeah, the quarterback play. If the quarterback play is not at at its all time best, it's going to be a very difficult game to win. YSU number one, North Dakota State, Saturday night at Stanbaugh Stadium under the lights in prime time. Ohio State is off. Six oh five. No rain in the forecast. Get out there, Youngstown. Let's get out there. And let's back these guys. I know there's a lot of, you know, apathy around the program. And it, and it was tough for a couple of weeks. But we're a resilient town. And we're a resilient program. Let's get out there and support this team. Because you've seen it covering the team. I've seen it covering them. You've seen it as a fan. I've seen it as a fan. When this community and this team unite, it's scary. It's when- scary, Tim. When this program excites this community, it gets 100% behind them. That ice castle can rock. Yes, it can. I've seen it many That ice castle can rock. And let's hope it does this Saturday night, 6 p.m. Any predictions? I got two. I'm going to flat out say I've done it all season long. I'm going to be the homer that I am. I'm going to say the Penguins by four. By four? By four. Let's give a score 27-23. I got two predictions. Mark Wade is going to play a big role Saturday. Not because of injury. I just think Mark Wade plays a big role. That kid, Tim, usually plays really big when the spotlight is on him. And we saw it last year in four or five games. I said it last week, and a lot of people thought I was nuts because I I was not very friendly the whole podcast. I said, why is you by four touchdowns, didn't I? Yes, you did. And they won by five or six, whatever they won, but they won by a lot. YSU is going to snap the 29-game winning streak Saturday night. 
Come 9.30 Saturday night, when those bisons are getting back on the plane, we'll be singing the bad boy all night long down Fifth Avenue. YSU 21, North Dakota State 18, Penguins will snap the 29-game win streak of the bison. Here we go. The 1991 Penguins. After their championship, let's listen to it right now. Come in,